coming up in the next episode. I will say, okay, it's uh, um, true for Slovenia, but probably the rest of the world is quite the same. One, I think, is financing. We never took any, any loan. So we have to survive with the work we did. And especially in the consulting business, you have, you know, like curves. You have a very good times and you have uh, bad times. Welcome everyone to another interesting episode of The Turning Points. Today on the line, I'm with one of my very dear friends, Andre Gustin. Andre Gustin. Andre is a co-founder and managing partner of Crea Pro, a professional services company, and Crea Plus, a cybersecurity company in Slovenia. Uh, is this in Eastern Europe or Middle Europe? Uh, hi, Mattia. That's uh, actually the Central Europe. In Central so, Europe. Um, yeah, before our ex-country, Yugoslavia, was part of the Eastern Europe. But okay. Slovenia itself is actually in the Central, in the Central Europe. So which, so, which countries uh, surround Slovenia? So Slovenia is surrounded by Italy on the west. We have Austria at the north, Hungary and Croatia on east and Adriatic Sea on uh, south. Okay, brilliant. So these are the, our neighbors. So, so uh, they are all members of European Union. So we are actually inside uh, the European Union. Excellent. Um, uh, Andre loves uh, cross-country skiing, uh, scuba diving, cycling, hiking, playing badminton every second week, uh, with his uh, former school buddies, has two children, and is married to Moika. Welcome to the Turning Points uh, podcast, and thank you so much for joining us today, Andre. Yeah, thank you, uh, Tsipa, to invite me to this uh, podcast. I'm really interested what we will talk about during this session. <laughs> <laughs> you so, mentioned so so many interesting things about me. You yeah. just keep the time also a business analyst. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're a co-founder and managing partner. It means you do everything, right? Isn't that what managing partners do? Or co-founders, okay. at least. That's true. To to manage the company is one, how to say, one job. But I really like to work on the field. So I still spend a lot of time with the clients. Um, in the last months, again, with uh, startups and uh, the companies that just uh, started their, their business uh, way. And I really like it. I really like to work on the field, to have different workshops, to, you know, to participate in the success of the others. So, um, yes. And again, I, I, I'm also a, a managing partner and co-founder of uh, our companies. And uh, we also, let's say, co co cooperate with the ideas from outside and try to implement them uh, inside. So, yeah. 
okay. interested life. So, I mean, what does Crea Pro and Crea Plus uh, mean, and what do you what do you guys sell? Uh, okay, let, let's start. That we have three. Uh, it doesn't matter which company um, we are talking about. We have three different sectors with three different, uh, let's say, areas of our work. Uh, Crea Plus is more or less. Uh, focus on cybersecurity, one of the very important areas. Uh, let's say also in this time during the lockdown, we all, all worked from, uh, from home using uh, Zoom, Jitsi, Teams, whatever. And the cybersecurity is one of the important uh, ingredients of that uh, remote uh, work on our side at home and also on the company's uh, side. So this is one area. Mm. And uh, in Crea Pro, we have two uh, two areas of work. One is business process management and pure consulting, management consulting. And on the other side, the very fast growing uh, segment is artificial intelligence. So we are developing our own team of data scientists, uh, data engineers, and uh, artificial intelligence uh, programmers building different kinds of solutions trying to help the business to do better using the data, using the predictive models, uh, machine learning, etc. Okay. And the combination of all of them is perfect. So you need security, you need artificial intelligence, and in the end you need process optimization. That's us. Brian, and, and, and what do you, what do you, who are like uh, your typical customers? Are they, are they in Slovenia or are you finding them outside the borders? Uh, no, mainly still Slovenia. We also have uh, a company in Italy, uh, especially for cybersecurity. So that's like, you know, a partnership with uh, some partners in Italy. But the main clients at the moment are in Slovenia. Um, I was used to, to say that uh, among 100, uh, let's say the biggest or the best Slovenian companies, I want to work with the first 10 of, uh, from the list. And we are close because uh, on one side, we have all the uh, important or all, all the major uh, companies in Slovenia, we are working with them. But I will not underestimate the area of, of small and uh, medium enterprises. Right. So in, in Slovenia, these are mainly you know, family-run uh, uh, companies. Organizations. It means, oh, yeah, organizations owned by the family. So you have the, uh, the whole family uh, employed in that company. And especially in this time, there is a switch in, in management. So grandparents or, or parents are somehow delegated the, the management to the younger generation. And of course they need help how to do it, uh, how to be a very, uh, how to be successful on the market in that transition point. And if you add a bit of the digitalization, you have a, a perfect, uh, perfect client. So we have very big clients, but on the other side, we also work with very small companies with one or two employees. Actually, it's more depends on the problem we are trying to solve. Mm -hmm. And I mean, depending on who you're dealing with, if it's a small company or a large company, do you have different pricing for this two, this two different type of customers? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
yeah, let's say that uh, the prices actually depends on the on the volume on the main days we uh, do with certain clients. So if okay. the number of main days uh, is bigger, it means that the project is larger, the scope is uh, larger. Then of course we can go a little bit down with the prices. And okay. with the major clients, we have uh, 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 three-year uh, contracts. Um, like umbrella contract and then we just negotiate for a different project so in that case of course yeah we we, we can offer a very uh very good price on the other side if we sell just two or three mandates of course the price is a little bit higher because you need a lot of preparation also some overhead expenses and yes you have to cover also that with your uh mandate fee uh, okay but the range is around 10 to 20 percent so the difference is not so big right right uh, i mean uh it says yeah on your profile that you started crea uh yeah. as partner and head of business development in 2003 but for many years before that you were a, a bpm specialist as well as a a a, a programmer uh, why the transition to 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 private enterprise instead of staying in a comfortable job and just doing the work there uh, a very good question i started actually uh, after i finished my my university study and uh, got bachelor degree i uh, i worked in a bank uh, today, I still work with that bank as an external consultant, but I spent two years programming in the, in the IT, uh, IT center. And even in that time, I realized that uh, you need somebody to clarify the requirements from the business side. And I spent more and more time working on requirement, requirements and less and less time on uh, pure programming. Then I got an offer from, from my school buddy. Uh, today, uh, he's a partner in Korea, and, uh, Korea Plus and Korea Pro. And he said, okay, uh, you could work with us, so you could join us. So I left the bank and uh, moved to, that was one of the first uh, companies in Eastern Europe trying to do internet solution. It was called the Slon. And uh, a few years later, the Sloan was bought by the biggest Slovenian IT company. It was uh, called Hermes Softlab. Today it's Comtron, uh, the biggest uh, IT company in uh, Eastern Europe. I think they're still the biggest one. And uh, as you said, it was very nice corporate life. But uh, in 2000, that was the dot-com crisis, uh, crisis okay. in that time, yeah. uh, the company was not performing so well. And we said, okay, if we can take some, some products and some clients, we can go on our own. That was also the time when foreign investor came into the Hermes Soft Lab and it was not a good atmosphere inside the company. So we just said, okay, let's, uh, let's start it, our own business. It actually didn't change so much for us. Uh, it was less security, but more joy on the market, uh, mm. on the work with the clients and so on. Mm. And we stayed there. That's, that's the story of my life.
Wow. Um, Beautiful. And I, until now, I never, I never thought to go uh, back to corporate. To go back to yeah, to to, the, to go to the corporate life. Uh, I mean, being your own boss and running your own company is beautiful. I mean, everyone wants that, but there there are also some big challenges there. I mean, what were some of the challenges that you and your co-founder had to um, go through as you were scaling the company or starting the company? I will say, okay, it's uh, um, through for Slovenia, but probably the rest of the world is quite the same. One, I think, is financing. We never took any any loan. So we have to survive with the work we did. And especially in the consulting business, you have, you know, like curves. You have a very good times and you have uh, bad times. Mm. So the liquidity and the financing of the team and the growth of the company is still one of the issues. Also in that uh, Corona lockdown uh, situation. Mm. Um, that's, uh, let's say, one issue you have to deal with. And probably another is HR. So you have to deal with the employees. You have to spend some time with them. And uh, just for example, on the consulting area, I'm the youngest one. And I will be 50 next January. Sure. So, yeah, you need... And, and, and I work with those people for 20 years. So... I like that team very much and uh, I will not change it, but to establish such a team, to establish the cooperation, uh, you know, the man, the mentorship, whatever you need inside the company is another issue. Mm, mm. And you have to, um, to spend some time also on human resources and human and the resource management, let's say this way. Right, right. I mean, does uh, Slovenia support small businesses? Did you guys get grants from the government to help you guys get started and pay low and pay salaries and stuff like that? Or even now during COVID, was there any packages which were prepared for companies like uh, Crea Pro and Crea Plus? Uh, at the beginning, when we uh, founded uh, Korea, Korea Plus, we got some, you know, seeds capital from, from the government, from uh, European Union funding, and it helps. Of, of course, it helped at that time uh, a lot. But um, later, during our growth and development, uh, of course, we tried to uh, get some European projects funded by the European Union. But on the other side, you have to really did it. You have to work on those projects. But what, what is killing us, it's bureaucracy. So even in this situation, actually, we didn't apply for any help, which was, uh, which was not uh, uh, given uh, without any obligations from the, from the government. Uh, because uh, you need so many different papers. You need so many different, you know, uh, uh, rules, conditions, whatever. I, I was even not willing to read all those papers because they are too complicated. Right. So um, one part of the salary in this situation was um, was uh, granted by the government, let's say around 20, 25%. And we took it, of course, because everybody else uh, took it, but nothing more. That's it. So I think uh, that that uh, Corona lockdown for us uh, probably will begin during the summer because uh, at this time we still have some projects from the past. But okay. uh, 
the lockdown, you know, stopped all the investments, stopped all the new projects, and the real crisis will probably come during the summer and in autumn. And so, yes, so, I mean, and and I'm sorry to interject you there, yeah. but uh, so you saying your challenges from running and 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 finance and stuff like that, liquidity will come in the summer. So what are you doing to prepare yourself for the summer? Because you saying you you don't like the fact that there's so much red tape from the government uh, to access more money. Um, very simply, from the first day we were allowed to to travel around the Slovenia, uh, uh, I start to visit uh, my uh, our clients, uh, trying to encourage them to start the project to, you know, to run all the initiatives that were um, blocked or stopped during the corona corona crisis. Mm. And uh, of course, I worked uh, ten or. 12 hours per day to uh, to earn enough to survive the summer uh, the, the the summer yes and uh, no at the moment it's going fine because uh, we got new contracts we got new projects and i'm just um, i hope that the second wave will not arrive in autumn there are some uh, how to say Pro, uh, forecasts that uh, the, the second wave of corona crisis might hit us on October, but uh, I really hope that we will pass that. Right, right. Um, so, and I'd like to go back a little bit into something that you said that although you are 50, uh, the yeah. people that you manage not yet, yeah. or almost 50. <laughs> The people that you're managing are above that. Um, does 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 uh, uh, Slovenia as a country have a youth unemployment problem, or is uh, what is the employment uh, situation like in 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 Slovenia? Uh, the answer is yes and no. Let's say the data scientists uh, team uh, is very, very young. Uh, they are actually just, uh, uh, they arrived out of uh, a university study. Okay. Uh, but the, uh, for the consulting, for the pure management consulting, actually you need people that are experienced, that passes some crisis that are familiar with different industry, with different, uh, let's say, IT solutions like SAP, uh, Microsoft, Navision, you have IBM, Oracle, et cetera, et cetera. So um, one part of the team, of course, our team is, is very young. But on the other side, uh, yes, the, the, the consultants, the business analysts are quite, uh, quite old. But... These are the best analysts you can get uh, on the market. And uh, if you ask me how we will transit to our um, retirement, I don't know at the moment. Uh, <laughs> but, the, the, but the government also uh, don't know. So I think that we have to work uh, very late. It means uh, we will work until 65, even 70s, 70. Uh, so I still have to work 20 years. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, yeah, but regarding the unemployment, uh, we was looking for some IT programmers, uh, IT administrators, data scientists. You cannot find them on the market. But on the other side, you have many different, you know, jobs and uh, 
uh, education profiles that are not able to to find any job any 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 opportunities uh, and that is the problem but i think that the, the an unemployment is much uh, bigger uh, and uh, let's say 40s and 50s it means the second uh, uh, area the second interval of our uh, employment okay um i mean when i was there you told me that uh, which was really a very great time i enjoyed going to <laughs> um the black caves uh, uh seeing yeah. going on a train the, that was one of the most unique kind of uh <laughs> business analysis conference mm -hmm. i've ever attended um you told me that the government uh, uh, pays for a lot of stuff like um education you 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 went up to your masters on government yep. sponsorship that's correct uh, still we held uh, education uh, system and healthcare system that are founded uh, not financed by by our government but on the other side uh, i have to to give at least half of my salary for different uh, um, funds or how to call it and uh, this actually is the money that we can use it uh, or our kids can use it for education and uh, healthcare but um, our our education system is still one of the best around uh, around the Europe, especially on the technical universities, and uh, it's for free. So yes, I study. Okay, after the, the the first university, I went to work in a bank, but I did my master study for free. Okay. Um, at the end, I have to pay a few hundred euros uh, for the final exam because I missed the final, how you, the final opportunity, which was for free. But okay, uh, you can do it in the regular time uh, for free. That's beautiful. Uh, you 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 you're saying you're managing two companies. You're a managing partner for Pro and for Plus, Crea. Uh, but you still carry and go to business analysis conference but you, you you identified yourself as a bpm specialist what is it about the business analysis that keeps drawing you in hmm difficult i think that's uh, how you call it uh, adrenaline adrenaline okay uh, that yeah that you get it uh, on field uh, uh, the pleasure the satisfaction when you work with the clients and they are satisfied and they'll call you back uh, and uh, you got another project and another project and so on we with i, I didn't uh, say but with uh, those uh, let's say uh, with the biggest clients we have i think that we finished more than 10 projects during the last 10 years so they are coming back and back and back and it means that we are doing okay that we deliver what we promised and they are satisfied uh, with our our work and this gives you you know a very special energy to actually enter a new project and then the new one and uh, so on so no i am not the guy who will spend eight hours in the office okay let's take a short break and come back after this okay all right
Welcome back, everyone, to the Turning Point. Still on the line with my good friend, Andre Gustin. Andre Gustin. Andre is from Slovenia um, in next to Ljubljana, the capital. Um, Andre, thank you so much for staying on the line with us. Yeah, thank you. I really like that conversation. So just ask the, uh, the next question. <laughs> <laughs> How's Domen, my good friend? I love your son. He's a very cool boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I really like it that you visited Slovenia uh, um, during the conference we hosted in Nova Gorica, and that you see that we are a small country, but we can offer you mountains and snow. We can offer you, you know, different yes. caves, uh, old uh, steam train, uh, and the coast and the Adriatic Sea. So. Brilliant. After the Corona crisis uh, will end, uh, I think that uh, you should come uh, back. and visit. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I, I've been. I've, I told. I actually told my family that at some point, if we get good money, we should come and visit. It was a brilliant, brilliant place. Very, very green. Uh, I think this. Uh, I think two provinces in our country where I've seen yeah. as much green as I've seen around Ljubljana, which was very, very beautiful yeah. as, a, as a place. Uh, but I mean, you, you guys are staying in Europe, and, but there are very few blacks in Slovenia. Why is that? Africans? Uh, phew, I don't know. We are too small to find us on the map, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah, of course, I was surprised how, how big South Africa is. You need two hours. Uh, uh, flight from Johannesburg to Cape Town. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I can go across Slovenia in five hours with bicycle. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a, it is a small country, but diversity is so big that, uh, as you said, it's a very green at the moment, also very safe uh, country. Okay. And, uh, uh, okay, we are more and more known uh, abroad, but um, 10 years ago, nobody knows about Slovenia. They, 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 they cannot uh, distinguish between Slovakia and Slovenia. And you have Slavonia and the rhythm. So um, still uh, it might happen then on different, you know, like Olympic Games, some sign, something like that. They will play Slovakian uh, national team, not Slovenian. So, uh, but we are very open to all the all the foreign foreign people, and um, I'm not sure how at the moment you know the the regime for uh, migrants uh, uh, is what is the con what what are the regulations that you can stay here and become a citizen of Slovenia? Mm. But uh, no, I I uh, know still know some some people in Ljubljana that are actually or from mixed, uh, how you call it, marriages. So you have uh, black and white people and so on. And no, we don't have any problems with that. So Brilliant. even if you want to, to stay here, yeah, we will be. Okay, first you have to apply to the text. Uh, is it uh, text, you know, uh, uh, it's not institute. It's uh, like a governmental office mm. to got tax ID to pay taxes in Slovenia and then you are allowed to stay. Okay. And, but I mean, you talk about Slovenia being a very small yeah. country, uh, the confusion with uh, Slovakia, 
which used to form part of the Yugoslavia and stuff like that. But you guys also are a very young country. Um, you told me that you guys used to be a, 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 a territory of, is it Italy for many years? We changed, uh, how to say, our, our masters. Uh, before, colonizers. Let's say, colonizers. Before, before First World War, we were part of uh, Austro-Hungarian Empire. So okay. the main headquarter was uh, Vienna. Okay. Uh, Wien. And after the First uh, World War, the half of Slovenia was given to Italy. And the second half was part of a kingdom from Slovenian, Croatian, and Serbian. And of course, it changed again after the Second World War. And uh, uh, we were quite lucky because it's still very well known the map. Uh, Stalin, Churchill, and Roosevelt made it, I think, on Yalta in '44, when they split Europe between different. Uh, uh, allied countries and Yugoslavia was 50-50. Uh, it means that uh, one half was controlled by uh, Eastern allies and uh, the second half by Russian. So we somehow escaped from, you know, Russian, from Eastern Russian Empire and uh, we were in the middle. We even, uh, we even started uh, an initiative on of Neoverschen, um, it was on um, um, the union of the countries that uh, didn't belong to any of either NATO or uh, Warsaw Pact. So we were somehow in the middle. And uh, of course, after Yugoslavia felt apart, uh, we said, okay, let's start with our, our own country. So I was first in line when the, the Slovenian independence war uh, uh, happened and uh, we somehow made it. Uh, without uh, many casualties, we established a new country and Slovenia was born. Uh, Brilliant. That's the short history of Slovenia and how we are here between <laughs> all the neighbors. But yes, it's true that all the neighbors, Italian, Austrian and Hungarian, in different parts of the history, uh, occupied or owned a part of Slovenia. Okay. But uh, let's let's talk about the, yeah. let's yep. talk about your love for South Africa. I mean, you've been coming here <laughs> at least for the past four or five years. What do you enjoy about coming down here? Uh, after my second, I think, visit uh, two years ago, I, I wrote an art, article in Slovenian language for our IIBA members. And the title was every continent, every country, every region must have its south. And I think that what we have in common is that we are on the south of Europe, on the south of Africa, on the south of. And the, the, the men mentality of the people uh, on uh, southern area is a little bit different from the people uh, on, uh, on, on the north. So we like... Uh, we really like and love our life. I think that's what I love in South Africa. We are, you are so kind, so open, so friendly, welcome, whatever. And I think uh, the, the, the same kind of hospitality you can find uh, in Slovenia, in, in Greece, in all the Mediterranean uh, mm. countries. Um, you have very good wine. You have very good food. So you have a beautiful sea. I really like that uh, Cape of uh, Good Hope and so on. 
Mm. Uh, yeah, so I feel like home. I feel very comfortable. I feel safe. Uh, I was very well accepted uh, by you uh, as a host and uh, my IBA uh, chapter in South Africa. I don't know. That, you know, you, you, you just feel it that way. So I feel it that way. Brilliant. I mean, and, and we, we definitely like having you around. Uh, we, we very sad that this year, because of COVID, we're still very yeah. much in, in lockdown, still level three for now. Uh, so yeah. no contact kind of events are happening except very few select ones. So yeah, um, we, we're going to miss you not coming through this year. But uh, what are some of the challenges that you faced as as a business person, as as Andre the person, as Andre the Slovenian? I think if we are talking about the challenges, I've, I think that uh, internationalization of our work, it means go out of Slovenia and try to succeed on foreign markets, at least Slovenia, Austria, ex-Yugoslavian countries, it's one of the biggest uh, challenges. Slovenia is a small market. There are 2 million of, uh, of people. You have, I don't know, 50,000 of companies and that's it. So we are small. And um, we are trying, I think, for two or three years to, uh, um, to run our businesses outside, to cooperate, let's say, with different IABA chapters from different... Um, uh, mother companies, the principal companies that are uh, coming out, uh, the origin is out of Slovenia, to go abroad, to work for, <laughs> you mentioned the prices, to work for better, to, for higher prices mm. uh, outside. That was one of the reasons I first checked our knowledge and our core competencies on the conferences. And now I see that we are, okay, quite good. The Slovenians are very innovative uh, country, very, very well educated. What we need is something like, uh, you know, to be proud on ourselves. Mm. Uh, inside Slovenia and also, of course, um, uh, outside. So I think that's one of the biggest, okay, uh, surviving the Corona lockdown and the crisis that might arrive during the summer. But in long term, that's... Uh, internationalization of the work we we did and to get better uh, projects that last for a longer time and are paid better okay and uh, i mean you mentioned all these challenges mainly from a business front but which one of these challenges became one of your defining moments uh, of your life and of course, I think that the moment we decided together at the uh, at the beginning, it uh, uh, we were six partners involved in the um, creation of Korea. Mm -hmm. uh, that was one of the most uh, challenging points in uh, our life, with the question: Will we survive or not uh, on the market? And uh, okay, it still is. Uh, as a small company in Slovenia, we still have to fight with all the competitors, with all the dumping uh, prices, uh, etc. But from year to year, we are more recognized. Our reputation, I think, it's higher and higher. And um, no, the next really big challenge will be how to prepare the company for our retirement. Let's mm. be honest. I mean, 
we have to pass the knowledge, we have to pass the experience to younger generation. Will Domin uh, be taking part in taking the company forward? Uh, yeah, I was talking, you know, uh, the, because the summer is almost uh, here and so uh, we were talking about, you know, the students work during the summer. Mm. And he said, I will not work with the computer. Um, so now we have some issues uh, on that area because let's say he's very very intelligent uh, he finished uh, the one of the most difficult secondary school the first year of that secondary school with uh, we call it five it means the the highest uh, mark you can get uh, but on the other side um, uh, he needs uh, almost every day new and new issues so at the moment he's not the right one to run the company but maybe someday he can change or he can find a different uh, um, how to say Point issues inside the company that will be of interest uh, to him. of him yeah uh, to him okay um so we have a random question on the on the on the program um yeah. you can choose to answer or pass okay yeah it so, depends on the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so here's your random question. If we gave you citizenship in South Africa to come and stay here, would you come? Huh. Um, um, I think, um, let's say, probably for a while. Um, our next idea was to come with the family, and you mentioned that, uh, come and visit us. Mm. So that is one idea, of course. I think that you have the the, the potential of our work, uh, work there uh, is great. Uh, but probably at the end you know, of the life, I, I still love my country. So I imagine to retire here in Slovenia at the moment. Okay. But why not? If uh, it, it will be a really big uh, question. Let's say if you offer offer a job position there to move there for a year, for two years, for five years, because the kids will in a few years go on their own. So, you know, those opportunities will be much more open uh, to us than five years ago. To you and Moisa. At, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, who, who do you run to for advice? Who's that first person? If you need advice, let's say, on business? Hmm. I think that we all have, I always call also inside the IIBA uh, chapter because we are quite uh, well connected. Uh, I call it that we are a family of trusted experts. Mm. So I usually ask um, different people inside IIBA, what do you think? Because we met on a daily basis on different projects and so on. Mm. And of course, uh, I talked a lot uh, or about some topics with uh, Moitza, but um, he usually, he usually, uh, she usually says that I'm bringing problems, not solutions. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, we are like yin and, yin and yang, uh, yes. cooperating, but using the same idea to a different purpose, to a different uh, project and outcome, let's say. Brilliant. But probably you remember eye tracking. That was one of the. Yes, uh, yes, I remember the, eye tracking. Yeah, one of the area we worked together. Yeah. She, she made that experiment. Uh, this this was uh, her master thesis, and um, I had them, and I liked the way she did it. Right. Uh, that was a brilliant, uh, 
uh, thing that she did. I like that as well. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, what song have you been playing for the past week and, and why that song? Uh, sorry, I just, uh, I, lost, I lost the contact a little bit. What? Uh, wh- what song have you been playing in the previous seven days and, and why that song? Ah, what song? Um, Doman is um, learning uh, piano. So we are listening to uh, two songs for a while now. One is uh, called River Runs Inside Me, I think, or Through Me. And the second is coming from uh, home from uh, Mark Knopfler and Dire Straits. They are very good songs. Uh, I like them, uh, both of them. And yes, I'm listening to them one hour per day, at least. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you so much, Andre, for joining us on the Turning Points podcast. Really enjoyed having time with you. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, and uh, it was like in South Africa, a great pleasure to speak with you, of course. Excellent. Always happy to see you. Where can yeah. people find you on, on, on LinkedIn and, and social media? Uh, I mostly post on LinkedIn. So if you type Andrei Gustin on LinkedIn or IBA chapter Slovenia, uh, you can find um, official and unofficial uh, contacts or if you go directly to the company website, you have some public emails and uh, and uh, they will be forwarded uh, to me, of course. Okay. Or, or on the other side, on, on all different places around the world, when we met, uh, when I met some other friends from BA World and so on. True. Very true. So thank you so much. We wish you all the best and all success. Uh, say my, 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 my regards to the family. Um, thank you very much. And I hope that we will see each other, if not this year, then the next year, probably in Cape Town. Brilliant. Uh, that was another episode of The Turning Points with myself, Tsepo, the stories that inspire. Cheers. Remember, you can also be a part of the show by sending us your comments via voice notes or emailing us at the turning points podcast at gmail.com. The turning points podcast at gmail.com.